Sammy Tudor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are we feeling this fine Wednesday night? Uh, it's uh, September was rough, but I feel pretty good right now. Yeah, I, I felt uh, we were kind of like hitting our stride. We had uh, theme songs going in, and and uh, if you would, you want to explain real quick what's been going on? Well, like I was telling uh, our brother Thad, who is a huge Denver Broncos fan. Yeah. I am the Russell Wilson of getting in car wrecks. <laughs> uh, last year, uh, a guy hit me and my daughter from behind, and uh, he didn't have insurance. He was illegal. It wasn't his car, and he gave the police a fake ID. So we swallowed that one. Uh, um Late August, after a golf meet, I got uh, whammied head on uh, coming home from a golf meet. And I thought we'd be okay, you know, it was, uh, but it happened. We got hit by on the reservation, on the Indian reservation that has a really nice golf course. And we got hit by a tribal worker and they have a full immunity from any type of uh, liability. Yeah, that's that's the same in Montana on the reservation. I, I you got hit hard though, because like uh, I talked to you about probably two weeks ago, and you still were like having trouble. But have you been, have you been teaching? Well, it, it, was, uh, it was a bad it was a bad concussion, right? You know, I mean, that's a, the really the only saving grace here is well, they they pulled my extra class because I I. I I live an hour from work and, and I need uh, rehab three times a week. So I'm going to miss first and eighth period three times a week, or, or eighth period. But I know I, I was putting the curriculum into the classroom and uh, just, just go grading and doing all my work on the classroom. It was, it was not the greatest, um, but what are you going to do? That that's, what's been going on. It it it, it uh, really stinks. <laughs> well, and here, and here we are. I had a, a, a moderate concussion, and I've had about probably I think I got hit August twenty third, and I've never had. You have. You've had concussions. I, that was my first concussion. With I've never had a migraine, and I've had about ten migraines since then, and I. I'm actually debating migraine or kidney stone that and uh, that ought to tell you. It's like a uh, neither one comes close to childbirth, but um, like, would you rather? Yeah, I'd have to say I just got my lesson planned for tomorrow. Oh, would you rather kids? Have you ever had a kidney stone? No. Oh, oh my God. You just had a, a broken vertebrae. Uh, but I, I can hear the ratings going up with all this kidney stone talk. <laughs> I, you know, I want to say that really the saving grace is my uh, six of my classes. I had them last year, the same kids. And so I told them, we're going to shut up. We're going to be quiet. We're going to turn the lights off and you're going to do the work. And they're so cool. I mean, they, they understand, I, don't they? I love you know, them. I love yeah. my kids. I'm not even going to be shy about it. And I've been spoiling them because I've been teaching now for about two weeks and just 
they can't do anything wrong in my eyes. I don't even. They ace the test of will you behave? <laughs> Just not to cause you any more grief. I had a, um, I was, uh, I, I had a pretty good start to the year. I came out guns. I was like Yosemite Sam in my classroom. Just guns a blazing <laughs> moving forward and uh no pun intended right there bro no no um but uh so I, I i have to come in one day and i have to get them calmed down because i have uh, an observation coming up and so i you know i i you know there's kind of a mutual understanding between the kids and the teacher i'm like hey you know we got we got to take care of some issues in here and i, I was kind of strict on it and when i say kind of strict like any kid that's had me in class knows that that's the strictest most of their math teachers and I, so right. I, but but so i'm in the middle of the of teaching and i was actually like i i mean i'm delivering content for the first time in the year and and <laughs> i'm all excited i it kind of felt good i was like wow this is like what i used to do and uh the kids are learning it and so finally i just got them on task you could hear a pin drop in my classroom and i you know how you're you're sitting i was sitting at my desk just kind of taking a deep breath like wow i'm i'm the greatest teacher in the world <laughs> no and, sam you you and, know better yeah it, well but the best was so you know how when you're in that situation when class is on task you're sitting at your desk and you can just feel like this kid coming close like you can feel them learning out of their chair. you feel yeah. the learning yeah well i had, I had a, a kid she comes out of her chair and just like sudden i look up and i'm like yes and she she goes she goes mr tudor can I talk to you in the hallway? It's really important. Oh, geez. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm trying to teach here. And all of a sudden drama. And how could they've been, they've been quiet for 10 minutes. What could have possibly happened in those 10 minutes that, uh, that would have made her want to uh, talk to me in the hallway. That's really important. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you got me. So, so we go out in the hallway and you know what she says? She goes, she goes, Mr. Tudor, are you okay? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, that's great. She started psychoanalyzing me because I started teaching. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, you know, I gave it the typical, you know, don't worry about Mr. Tudor. He's just fine. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. But uh, it would have been fun to be like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. That is, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that, that's a good kid. I don't have any yeah. problems. No, yeah, that. great kid, but it was just, it's funny how when, when I do get him on task, the kid will always, the, the, like, wait, this is weird. I got to do something even weirder to, uh, to get class off track. Well, but, yeah, I, I, I can, I can parallel that because I've never, ever wanted my class to be quiet. Like, I don't, I want kids sitting by their friends. I don't even do seating charts. I yeah. purposely put people by people they're going to talk to. And I said, guys, please, you know, I don't want any. And they were so awesome. God, yeah. they were good. Well, they and understand you're not quite 100% yet. One kid, you know, really, really smart kid. He says, you know, Mr. Tudor, we did more work in that month. <laughs> <laughs> What is this learning thing? I said, no. I said, yeah, what about learning? And he said, yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know, when you're telling your stories, we learn. But I mean, as far as like the curriculum and the book, uh, we they had the books out for like a month. And I, 
I'm not a fan of textbooks. I don't, yeah. I don't like them. And so it was an eye opener for me and kids. And when, I, when I get the books out, I always do a book check to make sure they have them um, right side up. Are your like, book? <laughs> and, then, and then I always congratulate them. Oh, oh God. Do, do you, um, do, are your books disposable? We get I don't know what you call, mean. Um, our kids get a book, a uh, textbook at the beginning of the year, softback, of course, and they keep it. It's theirs. Like, there's no repercussion. At the end of the year, we just, they toss them or they keep them, you know, that kind of stuff. They can rip a page out. Is your, are yours like that? No. Oh. No. We, uh, we're still in the stone age here. Oh, my gosh. Well, they just, and then they just throw them in the garbage disposal afterward or what? Or recycle bin. Oh, yeah, you guys, yeah, recycle. Recycle, but I really like it. I do, but I don't care what book they grab. I just have like 200 books in the corner and go get a book. They all have one. It's a sign. Their name is is on it, but I was laughing because a kid... And, you know, immediately everybody told me who it was while I was gone. I missed two weeks of school, had taken scissors and every book he used each day, (laughs) he cut out, he cut off all the page numbers on the top and bottom. He cut off the corners of his books and his name is Pedro. So you'd be like, you'd be like, open your book to page 70 and he'd start counting. (laughs) <laughs> well, whoever had that book, because, you know, you know, it's pretty much always the same oh, they... <laughs> book, would be like, I don't have pages. And I'm like, all right. Finally, today, I was like, who did this? And, and the kids were like, it was Pedro. And he's and he looks at me with this smirk. And, you know, I started laughing. I'm like, that's awesome, Pedro. You're going places. <laughs> I don't like what do I care? You know, I, I, I found um, like it just reminded me of when I've, when I've got class and I have a text in front of them and I go, uh, open your books to page 70. I found, um, I, I don't know if it's, it was the COVID year, but people tell me my kids are just behind following instructions. And I've, I've, I've given instructions the same for 20 years now, but for whatever reason, like getting a kid to open to the same page is a struggle. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, open, open your textbooks, o- open the book to page 70. And they'll say things like, well, do you want us to open it um, to 69 and 70 or just 70? <laughs> or or uh, do you want to count the table of contents? And I'll be like, um, no. You know, put, put your name on a piece of paper. Uh, do you want us in cursive? Do you want our full name? Do you want – I'm like, geez, Louise, just just do it. Take some initiative. I, I just feel like some of these kids are – they have trouble um, taking initiative. At least it... – No, no. That's that's very true. It is. It's, it's – uh... That must be worldwide, or at least Montana to California. That doesn't change for sure. Yeah, I mean, I asked uh, kid, I said, hey, put your phone away. Uh, well, where do you want me to put it? Should I put it in my backpack, or can I put it in my pocket? It's like, I, I oh, don't want to have... see it. I mean, and I don't know if they're if they're messing with me, God, honestly, like, good for you guys. But I, half the time, I just, I, I what? I had a, a, well, what I like to do, and I know we, I, we've talked about this, is when it, Cause I'll be like, turn to page so-and-so or it'll be on the board. And as soon as I do that, someone will get out their phone and, and text or whatever. And, Cause when I was gone, obviously putting their phone away did not become a priority. And I, um, 
I was like, so when I said turn to page 70, what you heard, Giselle, was get out my phone and text my friend. Like, I don't, how did that happen? Are there, I, I don't, well, I, I, I mean, I, I think that whole, do you, I have to ask you this question because I'm not even there yet. And I, I, I know this might offend a few listeners, all, all those, but are you one of those guys that has an earbud in when you're uh, walking around just like in public? Never once in my life have I had an I earbud in. I tried not it once. once. I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I can't. You know what, Sam? Having an earbud in for, for us is like walking into Abercrombie and Fitch to shop. I still, pre- I still prefer like the wired ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. With the, the quarter size uh, yeah, like, like the circles. The airline ones that get all tangled <laughs> yeah, up. Right. No. <laughs> like I, I, go, I go take an airplane ride. And uh, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm like sweet free earphones. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I'm not I'm not quite to that, you know the the earbud thing yet. And, well, I guess I was just gonna say like, I think sometimes that's what we're battling is like, uh, you know, put your name on a piece of paper and they're listening to, you know, rap in the in one earbud and trying to figure out you know who's talking. Oh, I have a great nickname now for a kid uh, that I caught with an earbud because obviously I am having them put their phones away now. And I'm like, what? Because they'll just put their phone away into the phone box. Yeah. And then they're and the ear. So I I grab it and then I go to his box and it's playing certified lover by Drake. So every time I'm like, look. I know some of you guys are certified lovers, and I just keep saying, look, I don't care if you're a certified lover. I need you to, and so I use the certified lover line like 50 times. Great kid. He laughed every time, but, you know, what are you going to do? The sarcasm's coming back. I I didn't use sarcasm for like a month. Oh, yeah. Well, you you mean as far as your injury, your your brain's... I, yeah, it was crazy. It, I, I was, what was what was funny is you told me last time I talked to you that um, a lot of people really like you now that you. Know, you know, <laughs> my my colleague, <laughs> uh, when I first got the concussion, uh, really good friend, my probably my best friend on campus, comes across the hall. He says, "You know, I don't know if I, if it's possible to have a good brain injury, but." I think you have it because they'd come into my class and they're working and it's quiet. And I'm like, you know, that's not how I define a successful classroom, but that is how most people do for sure. And uh, and if your if if your classroom's quiet, boy, that teacher knows what they're doing. I'm like, ah. isn't that? Yeah, I, I think we're getting away from that a little bit, but um... not nah, nah, English teachers should never be like that ever we're, we're the creative side of the brain math class i get science class maybe even history but english we got to get that right side of the brain rolling get their creative juices going in a quiet room no no yeah you, can, you know whatever <laughs> hey there's no way anybody's gonna get offended by us because hey i have something that might apply from from my personal life Oh, that's good. Because one thing we never consider as teachers, or we should consider as teachers, not that we never, we should, is the dynamic between home 
and, and work and, and for the students between home and school. And because you remember our amazing sister-in-law, Jenny, had a family weight loss uh, group. Oh, this she, was over COVID. Yeah, we'd all, yeah. we'd all get on the Zoom and we'd she all would, pretend we were know, losing weight. We started off like gangbusters, but yeah, because it was family, you know, it became kind of a meet and like a fun meet. We, you know, there'd be six screens going and, and, you know, God bless Jenny. She's amazing. But everyone would be making a funny joke in the background and it became less about weight loss than, than just seeing your family. And, and at work, I had a buddy who noticed that maybe I was getting a little bit bigger. Um, he, he asked, I want to go on a diet with him. And because it's a work dynamic and there's no like playfulness involved, I'm, I'm trying to stick with it. Uh, it's a, we start with a five day fast, just water. Oh, you guys and, are focused. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a kid won't, won't listen to their parents and, and because they've seen their parents be hypocrites, they've seen their parents be miserable or, but then they see me a happy go lucky guy for one hour. You know, they don't yeah. get to see me at home and they love me for the exact same reasons. Two of my teenage daughters have ran from me, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I that total makes total sense. Actually, We, we have so much power um, that, you know, you can wield it for good or bad. And, and uh, I was just thinking, you know, that's why kids are drawn to teachers that are good people. Um, they don't see, they don't, they don't see me at home. They don't see me being nitpicky or being you know uh, a brat and stuff like yeah. that and you know all they see is happy tutor telling jokes and life is good and um just to take that a step further i don't know what you listen to as far as news but i have i i got a new car and it has sirius xm i didn't pay for it i don't know how it's there and I listened to Yahoo News. And did you hear about the the te- Texas teacher that uh, that defended the pedophiles? Have you heard that audio? No, no. It is awesome. She a kid recorded her because the kid couldn't believe what she was saying, and she was talking about pedophiles and how we shouldn't judge them. We should. Co- we're gonna. In her class, I don't know how this was part yeah, of Yeah, that's I, I probably wouldn't. Uh, that's probably a little extreme for me. Oh, no. She <laughs> says we're going to call them minor attracted people. Well, this went nationwide. It made it to Yahoo News. Oh, geez. And uh, minor attracted people. And so Yahoo had a person on there just lighting her up and another person defending her. And I'm like, how is this anything how did that conversation start in a classroom and how, how does that teacher like even, ah, you know, we need, I was thinking about retiring as soon as I could, but we need normal people, Sam. Anyone listening to our podcast is normal because anyone like that teacher would have tuned us out in five minutes, you know? Oh yeah. It's just something to think about that. That power is real. It's real. I, I was I was talking about that. Uh, have you ever heard of the third wave experiment? And I was yeah. talking about this in class the other day. And, and it, but you really realize that, um, you know, you teach it, and they did a great documentary on it. But I was I was talking to kids about it today, and 
you know, that's, you know, you can dog on teachers all you want, but within that building, the power that we have is, it's exponential. It's, it's, it's way beyond anything you'd see outside of school. And yeah, you know, the impressions you can make and the following you can get. And, you know, I, I, I know that there's been times where I might've let a kid astray, but I always try to correct it. I'm like you said, I'm always trying to like be that positive person. And, and some, sometimes I fail that sometimes, but most of the time I, you know, I, my heart's in the right place, even when I'm reprimanding a kid trying to do them good. And then, and then I'll get home and <laughs> I'm beat. <laughs> I, I, I really wish I could be the same person at home and it's still working on, it. I'm a work in progress, but I guess that's kind of a, a admonishment for younger teachers that it, it really does over time. You're, you realize how much energy is being sapped, you, you know, one token, you get your energy from the kids, but the flip side of that is I think once the dust settles at the end of the day and I kick my feet up on my desk and pat myself on the bass on the back, it's like, Oh yeah, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, if my kids really, like you say, if they saw me all day, they would probably say, yeah, he's, he's an average individual, but the, uh, this, this seven, eight hours they get out of me every day. I, I think I'm pretty impressive. Well, yeah. And English class. Okay. So our assignment two days ago was to write a 3.8 paragraph and yeah. I, gave, I gave them a bunch of topics and they could agree or defend the topic agree or defend but i didn't give him any heavy topics i said if you want to do a heavy topic go ahead but we are going to debate these so of course uh, there's probably five papers on abortion well i'm pro-life i am and the student writes one pro-choice and so i when i get into her i'm like all right you know and i start talking to her and we have a back and forth and she says, you know what? Maybe you're right, Mr. Tudor. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to think like me. I don't want you to become Mr. Tudor. The world doesn't need more Mr. Tudors. I want you to defend your points intelligently. So I'm trying to find your chinks. And I want you to find the argument to go against what I'm saying. You know, it's my job. My job isn't to change your mind. My, my job is to show you how to think. Yeah. You know, what is a counter argument? And, and you know, what are the different ways I can um, use a fallacy? You know, I, some kids get my fallacy unit and they use them and it's dangerous. I mean, it's when they get, if they, if you can teach a kid how to use like a straw man <laughs> argument, <laughs> you, it's pretty impressive. It really is. Yeah. I think you might've been born with some of that, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I, I ever won an argument with you in my life. Well, that's, that's the, hey, you know, I, I I, I avoid politics like the plague. Oh, I, I, really I do, do too. You know, but I, I'll, uh, you know, when it does come up, I always tell kids, like, if you want to know my views after school, I'll, I'll tell you everything that, but, and no, no kid's ever taken me up on that. Maybe they don't care, but you know, um, that's, I tell them the same thing. Like I, I want, if you, if you think this book suck, you, you at least have <laughs> to have read the book, you know, be educated about it. And uh, I don't know, that's just kind of reminded me of that. I, I, I try to, avoid just because man we have some there's no middle of the uh, road type students where we're at right now (laughs) (laughs) well uh, yeah i get that and there isn't here either there well you know um 
a lot of them have very strong views on one or two things, but they haven't all the news or at least most of the news my kids get is from TikTok or Instagram, sometimes Instagram, but, you know, talk about a bias. So our job is to help them, you know, sort what is real, what's not. And, and uh, not to tell them what to think, but tell them how to think or teach them how to think. And, you know, the never winning argument against me is not not what I'm talking about, because that was just like you just keep talking until the other person gives in. You know, you never lose. You don't lose if you keep if you keep hammering. And that's not that's not. But I. I call my class the dub factory and, and it has a, on the door, it says W factory, you know, cause I win. All I do is win, win, win. And uh, who's that D- DJ Khalid? All I do is win, win, win. And uh, everybody in the Han so up <laughs> and they stay there. So I'll play a kid at a game on a computer and they beat me. And then it's like, Mr. Tudor, you never lose. I said, I, I don't. I don't lose. I can lose at practice games like we just played, of course. And then they beat me again. I'm like, well, yeah, but this is for the championship. It's two out of three. And then they beat me again, and there's something else. And there's it always was, something. It was always on the old school Nintendo. It would be the very end of the game or something. And uh, yeah, it was yep. usually Tecmo Bowl double dribble, but I'd finally have you beat. Last touchdown like, wins. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> no, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, hurricane. And you turn the, the, the whole thing off. Yeah, you're giving me credit for hurricane. all the Brian scene and yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, the hurricane was, I didn't feel like I won. I feel like, well, that sucks. I was winning. And then a hurricane <laughs> came and knocked out Tech Mobile. Yeah. We, hey, are, we, are you through, uh, are you through homecoming yet? We just got through homecoming. Yeah. So do you remember our episode a year ago when I was the traffic stopper at homecoming? I would have to say our so, best episode. So my principal comes in and he asks, like, hey, he emailed me something like, are you good for traffic duty again this year? So he didn't listen to the podcast. No, I guess he's not a listener. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I'm like, I emailed back, wild horses themselves couldn't keep me from this duty. You know, I, I was like, <laughs> yes, let's do it. Because I still had the traffic vest. I had everything. And they had it more dialed in this year. And oh, so man. Like, yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting it. We didn't have to block the main highway. Uh, they had some, like, some people come in. It was, it was organized. Like, it was organized. It's his second year as principal, and it was dialed in. And all I had to do was stand at a street and, and like, stand. Be- I was standing in the street with a cone in front of me, and I had to point him to a detour. That was it. It was easy. Do you However, remember you shut down like dozens of semis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I shut down the whole highway system in Montana with it's a generic like, vest and a cone. Yeah, it was <laughs> what we do. But I was all excited about this year because uh, I, I was like, oh, this is going to be a mess. And uh, if you don't know me, it's like I love it when things just get awful because you can, you know, it's it's a good story. I like good stories. Absolutely. So I'm sitting there going, oh, this is kind of boring. And I kid you. So I'm turn. I'm making people turn left at a detour. That's my only job. And I'm like, oh, this is lame. And I'm actually I actually get to watch the parade go by. And all of a sudden, I hear this guy behind me, and he's like, he's like, uh, Jared Kushner should have listened to Biden, and War Angels are coming. And I turn around, and it was a, it was <laughs> this guy, and he had a sign that was eight feet tall, and it was just like this. Uh, 
Who's Jared Kushner? It. Isn't that one? I, I don't know what Trump he, I'm not kidding. I couldn't tell you if he's Republican or Democrat, but yeah, he was definitely into politics. And he was talking about 5G wireless getting into our brains. And, and oh, so he's so ahead I'm, listen, of the I'm listening to him, right? And, and he sees me in a traffic vest um, with a cone. And he's like, You guys are deep state, aren't you? You're deep state. <laughs> right? Because. Well, think about it. If you're if you're really a big conspiracy theorist, you're going to think a guy comes in, stops traffic, has a, a yellow <laughs> reflective vest on. He's obviously <laughs> he's obviously a part of the New World Order Illuminati. Yeah, and and so and I'm like, no, we're not deep state. I I was really nice. Like I was I was listening to him, and and uh, he would not stop. Man, he was just. The stuff that, and I, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. No, I'm not deep state. I said, there's a parade coming through town. It's the high school parade. There, you know, <laughs> oh, no. And, and it, so this goes on for a while. And then, of course, what leads the parade down the street? We see it about a quarter mile away is, is the cop cars. So they got their sirens on. He's thinking uh-huh. he's in the middle of, you know, Armageddon or something. And, uh, and I'm like, no, it's just a parade. It's a parade. And so he will not shut up about how I'm deep state. And then the parade comes by and we have this um, awesome program in, in school that's uh, it was a inaugural season of girls flag football. I know a lot oh, of the players. Cool. Yeah. I know a lot of the players and they're on a, um, they're on a, like one of the first floats coming through and they see me and they just start hucking candy. And it's like this tidal wave of candy going over my head. And, uh, as that's coming, I noticed that this guy shut up and I turn around, he's, he's bars <laughs> <laughs> and just down in these Skittles, like a kid, you know, oh, loving life. And I kid you not, you know, you, yeah, as the day goes by, he, he was quiet the whole parade. And I'm like, as the parade ends, um, he, he starts, he goes, he goes, you're a teacher at the high school. I go, yeah. He goes, they seem like pretty nice kids. And that was it. That was the end of his. So he went from like, <laughs> but so yeah, I, I guess it's a the, it's a curse of the homecoming. I think his English teacher kept him in a quiet, yeah, yeah his, dark classroom. <laughs> I, you know, sit down and shut up. He snapped somewhere, you know, and that's a tutor thing. You know, if our dad taught us anything, and I, I'm sure you remember this speech because he gave it more than once. Damn it. I could sit alone in a park with nobody around, and one minute later, the only whack job around will come sit next to me and say something. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I don't know. I have that too. I could be in a doctor's office, and it, and there'd be like twelve people in there, and there'd be one person that you look at and go, "Just of anyone in this room, don't talk to me," and that and that'll be the person that comes over. So that's a tutor thing. Oh that, yeah, we we, we just. You attract them like flies yeah. to the flame. Yep, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, I feel like we're back off to a raucous start. Yeah, yeah, we we uh, we're gonna find our start again. I'll I'll try to put some uh, sound bites on this one to keep it spruced up. But it, it's been awesome talking to you, and I I can still hear you struggling a little bit. Um, but, yeah, uh, a little. You're getting little. better because last last time I talked to you it was no no bueno. I was trying to moderate my speech for the longest time. And the doctor finally said, just talk normal. And cause you lose your train of thought. I don't have to tell you. I'm yeah. sure, but 
I don't know. I really appreciate it too. I I I hope we change some lives today. <laughs> yeah. For the better. I have a lot I want to talk about as far as school and uh, things that'll make teachers' lives easier. We, uh, you know, we have some beginning teachers just struggling. I haven't really talked to them, but I hear what's going on in their classrooms, and I feel for them because you know they broke they broke rule number one, which is don't tell anybody you're struggling that you that you don't know it has to be uh, someone in your super inner circle and you vent to them you don't vent any more than that because anyone else you're doing a great job you love the kids the classes are great you start telling everybody you're struggling you're just you know you're it creating become self-fulfilling yeah it's your and you're creating your own reputation yeah. and hey, hang on new teachers we're going to start pumping these out again and no, you'll be for fine. real. No, yeah. you're you're right. My wife has a, a a really good friend that said um she she heard one of us say that. And anytime she she's a special ed elementary teacher here in town mm-hmm. and she told everyone, "Oh, my classes are great. You know, the kids are wonderful." Oh, blah blah. And she says it was the most miserable, it's been the most miserable two months of her life. <laughs> but all anybody tells her is good job, keep it up, you know. And well, realistically, you know, I, 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 I get the same way sometimes. Like, oh, that was awful. But then if I actually look at what I've done for the day, I'm pretty proud of it. So, yeah, and that's all beginning teacher stuff. When you get a little bit grizzled and cynical, you you don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like whatever, yeah, bring it. Hey, is it too soon to tell you to drive safe this week? I <laughs> no, I just need to get hit by someone that has that, money. <laughs> yeah, that has money or insurance that'll take care of my car got totaled. You know what car it was? It's the car I picked up from you. Yeah. Like eight years ago. And that car's been it's the car that doesn't work. We've talked about it. I had a good run. It did. That was the best car. I didn't change the oil on it since I got it from you. <laughs> I didn't. I the yeah. only time that car got any love was from Jesse, our, our nephew, when he came down, yeah. and uh, I think I don't think he was impressed, but he said that that car's good to go. Well, speaking of good to go, all right, my brother, have have a good week, man. All right, hey, we'll we'll talk to you soon. I'd like to pump another one out soon. We will do. We'll do all for right. sure. Talk to you later, bro. Bye. Bye. Bye.